The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A Dear Media original podcast. Welcome into Back to the Beach, you guys. As always, I just want to start off by quickly talking to you about HelloFresh. I'm pretty sure by now you guys are familiar, but if you're not, it is America's number one meal kit. And I have to say, it has made my life just so easy and convenient when it comes to making dinners. These two weeks right now, I've been in Miami, Nashville, LA, Vegas, Nashville. My life, I'm all over the place. And so this has actually been huge for me just to be able to come home, have everything on my doorstep. There is minimal cleanup, minimal mess, and you can make these meals very quickly. I'm also really excited because they have just launched a limited edition kid-friendly baking kit. Um, My kids love to cook. They love being in the kitchen with me, or actually I should say two of my three at least. But so this is a great opportunity again, just to have something ready to go so that when I come home from these trips, I don't have to run to the store and it's an activity that we can all do together, which I love. Now more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save some money. In fact, HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout and is even cheaper than grocery shopping too. Fall is the perfect time to cozy up with some delicious sweets. Get the whole family involved like I was talking about with HelloFresh's limited edition kid-friendly baking kits. So you guys go to HelloFresh.com slash Beach65 and use code Beach65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash Beach65 and use code Beach65 for 65% off plus free shipping. I remember being at a restaurant, this was like in college and sitting in a booth and the person behind me talking about the nail salon scene, like, and you're just like laughing, like, just like those bitches, you know? What's up, everybody? Welcome in. It is another episode of Back to the Beach with Stephen and Kristen. I'm, of course, Stephen Coletti. And I'm Kristen Cavallari. Hello. There she is. And guys, we want to let you know we have some merch woo, woo. available to you. We're, I feel like this makes us <laughs> official. We have We're merch, official, baby. Official. <laughs> we got some really cool stuff. I'm currently wearing a Dunzo tee, so you guys are going to want to check that out. Uh, but we have a bunch of stuff I've been using. We have a little tote that I take to the farmer's market. 
So some really fun, cute stuff. Steven and I actually did have a hand in all of this stuff. So we we stand by these products. Yeah, I like our long sleeve BTTB shirt and my little gnarly hat. So check that out, guys. Shop.dearmedia.com. It's all available there. Check it out. And uh, let's get into the episode, which yes, we have, as we say with our guests, another very special episode today for you guys. We've got Morgan and we've got Christina. Woo! Hello! Hey! Hello! We have been talking so much about you guys. I'm so excited to finally have you on. It's been honestly so fun to go back and relive this, but you guys crack me up. I mean, you guys are so funny on the show, truly. It's been a joy to watch. I mean, we're pretty fabulous. I'm glad that it's lasted the time. I feel like I need to go back and watch When was the last time you watched the show? I recommend it. I don't think I have a VHS player. I still have the VHS. Yeah, we were talking about that. Mine's buried somewhere as well. I need to break those out and see if they still work. But just getting those things in the mail, you guys remember getting them like two days before and having to push it in and watch it for the first time? Oh, yeah. Where were you guys when the show came out? Morgan, I'll start with you. I was in the BYU dorms with Gary. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we used to take the VHS tapes and like go find an apartment to go watch them. That's like a week so before. funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I remember being in the dorms and when we left to go to the VMA, that was like the first week at school and just it being such a trip right like flying to Miami when I was like a freshman in college and we didn't even have TV or anything like that in our dorm so in a way I was sort of isolated from like knowing what was going on and things like that interesting wow you wind up going to BYU? Well, spoiler <laughs> alert. Back it up a little bit here. Like, I don't want to get too far ahead of us, but like a scene that they had on the show for you is when you actually got a rejection letter from BYU. And Chris had mentioned that you actually did end up going to school there. Steven, we'll clarify right now because you and I had different opinions on this, I think, if it yeah, was real or not. I didn't know. Right? So yes, Morgan, we need you to clarify that whole scene. If that was MTV, if you really were opening your acceptance letter on camera for the first time. How did all that go down? Well, that letter, if you look really closely, the logo, BYU Utah's logo is blue. And if you look at that logo, the, the logo is red. Ah! So that was BYU Hawaii. I knew it. That I didn't get into. I, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, nope, nope. I'm not buying any of this. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's amazing. Wow. My mind's blown. First of all, I didn't even know that there was multiple BYUs. I'm sorry you didn't get into BYU Hawaii. That would have been nice. <laughs> I did do a semester BYU Hawaii, but yeah, um, I know. <laughs> Good for you. Actually, I'm allowed to say this now because I graduated, but the admissions office reached back out to me and said for my good behavior on the show. No way. Oh, wow. (laughs) So it paid off. (laughs) And I remember like telling my parents and they're like, we'll take character over grades any day. Christina, what do you remember about shooting that scene? Did you know what was going to be in that letter already? Do you remember producers coming up and talking to you a lot? No, we had no idea. Like it was a real letter. Mm-hmm. I think Laguna was so interesting because everything was real, but like, I feel like they took it and sometimes either twisted it or you would film something at a time that wasn't necessarily that time. Totally, It was like a real circumstance, yeah. but maybe the scene wasn't exactly completely real. Exactly. So it would be like, hey, we need another discussion about prom, but prom was four months ago. Like, I don't want to talk about prom. They'd be like, no, we need you to talk about what you're going to wear to prom. So that we'd be like, okay. (laughs) I think once they went through the whole season and and shot us all, or maybe the first like five months, and they really started to piece their story together, 
then those scenes that we would shoot much later on for them to connect the dots were so weird because they're having you talk about stuff that maybe they didn't even see on camera ever, but they'd heard a story or they want you to replay something. And honestly, Christina, if you were to watch the show now, like this is what Kristen and I have been doing these last few episodes. Like we're calling shenanigans on every other scene going like, wait, yeah. they used that scene in episode three, which was supposed to be like spring break, but then they're also using it in the prom episode, which is actually like four months later. Yeah. There's an episode where we go to a Blink-182 concert that was in late June. Yeah, it was basically July 1st. And they make it sound like we had just got back from Cabo, which was in April. It's really fascinating to now go through and really see how they did it. You're kind of like, wow, I got to hand it to them. This story that they created from all these real lives and real stories that they heard happened to these kids at certain points in their life to then build it and put it on TV and, and make it ready for an audience that would eat it up from week to week. And man, they really did a good job of that. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I think if you remember, they wanted us to be filmed like 24 seven, like we had the same contract mm-hmm. as the real world. Oh, they did? I don't remember And that. so when they realized, oh yeah, we probably can't film 17 year olds. I think Kristen, were you 16? Like I was 17. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we can't film 17 year olds 24 seven. This is not right. Yeah. They had to rethink how they were going to do this. I think that's what's so cool now because reality TV is so... I mean, I watch more reality TV probably than I watch drama or Mm -hmm. at least the same. And we were the first. Like, they didn't have anything. They didn't have housewives. They didn't have Kardashians. They didn't have any of these that are so popular now and so great. But, you know, they really had to create their own thing. Their own genre. Yeah. Exactly. I feel really grateful though there was no confessionals, right? I always think about that. <laughs> I had to do them on very cavalry. There's nothing I hated more than doing confessionals because talk about really going back and trying to convey that same emotion. You're like, I can't go back there again. They were awful. So we really dodged a bullet. See, there, I, I would have wanted the confessionals because it gives a little bit more personality. Well, yeah, you get in more context. And that's why they couldn't do it because yeah. they knew what the story was that they were going to create and to really bend the truth as much as they had to. I mean, they got the wild lines, which they would use against us, of course, and put in at different times. But uh, it's a good point. But even confessionals, though, they get you to just say what they want you to say. It's literally the same thing. You can do all of your own stuff. And then they're like, okay, well, what if now you just say it like that? It's the same thing. Wait, so I want to know how you guys felt like you were both portrayed overall. Like, do you feel like it really captured who you were or were there issues that you had with it? I think it portrayed how I wanted to be portrayed. Okay, I want you to elaborate on that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you guys elaborate on that. I mean, Morgan was definitely my best friend. We still are really close. But I'm very grateful that she was like my sidekick on the show, I will say, because I feel like she kind of steered me in the right direction where I could have easily gone down. I think one of the DVDs actually described me as navigating the choppy party waters. (laughs) (laughs) and Morgan trying to steer me in the right direction and like looking back I'm like thank you Morgan because I could have easily I mean you know me I was doing all the same things that you guys were doing in high school but you let loose a little bit of course yeah that's what I was saying I'm like I remember Christina I may or may not have gotten suspended at my junior year for drinking in Las Vegas (laughs) on a volleyball tournament Mm -hmm. oh I don't think I knew that Yes, Christina. But but that's also like, you know, just something that I did. And speaking about character, like that's not my character. And I think Morgan really 
enabled me to make my family proud and portray myself in a way that I really am happy that I was portrayed that way. And I think even looking back though, at the time, I'm like, oh shoot, I guess I should have been a little bit more of a bad girl. Maybe I would have gotten more screen no. time. <laughs> Speaking of what they didn't show, do you remember when we got busted for ditching school one time? One time? <laughs> <laughs> remember that our, our moms had to talk and like compare stories and they're like, all right, the stories check out. Like they just had a substitute teacher and they wanted oh. to go to lunch early. I mean, I... Ditch class a lot. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't really remember, uh, but I don't remember that specific time. Yeah. But I was gonna say, Christina, I'm glad that I just watched the episode where you sing at the Crystal Cathedral. And actually, I want to talk about this a little bit because, first of all, they set you up for failure in going to audition in New York City. Going into that environment with the cameras and setting up the casting director who's obviously kind of in on it. Because this was not an audition that you just like randomly got dropped in your lap from somebody who saw you singing at the church. It was like MTV set this up for you, right? They set it up. They said you're having an audition for Broadway in New York. I was like, okay, like I can do that. (laughs) And then, of course, it was like, oh, but you're singing Mandy Moore. And I just remember being so nervous. And I haven't seen this episode in forever. But I remember Morgan was like, don't you want to warm up or something? And I think I was like kind of bitchy to her, like, leave me alone. And I was so nervous that I didn't even warm up my voice. And you could totally tell. (laughs) But like you said, I mean, I think it's so cool that I had that opportunity. Mm -hmm. How amazing that I can say like, yeah, I've, I've auditioned for Broadway. Whether it was legit or not, I think if I was good, maybe if I had another opportunity, like I could sure, pull it off. Sure. But- <laughs> well, let me tell you, I could, I could speak from the auditioning experience in LA. Yeah, it takes some time figuring out auditioning. I think you owned it in a way where you did yeah. a good job with the opportunity that was presented to you. The moment that you're talking about where you were kind of being a little, not snappy, but you were kind of like telling Morgan to stop. It was actually that day you know, they're really like riding your nerves, having everyone ask you about like, all right, are you nervous? Are you nervous? And you and Morgan are having lunch and she's asking, are you nervous? Are you nervous? Like, what do you, and Morgan's being great. She's a friend that's like, all right, making sure that you got all- But of all- course they prompt yeah. that. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah nice. and that was the other thing too. I think they kept prompting it and I was just like, can we just drop yep. this? I don't want to yeah. talk yeah. about this. And I want to say it was yeah. like our first day even in New York and my audition was at like 8 a.m., which is really 5 a.m. this time. Yeah. You know, it was- was a lot. Yeah, but and that's why I, I felt for you in the, in the position just because just to have the casting director kind of also grill you a little bit. You just know that MTV was in their ear on that. Now I need to rewatch it because I do not remember being I know. Thrilled. I do remember they showed a facial expression of me like, and I couldn't even hear you in there. So that was definitely yeah. like a dumb thing. But <laughs> I think the, the two of you, what's really sweet, and I, what I love about that whole storyline in the episode is the two of you going to New York City together, you know, and like pulling these Mm -hmm. kids from the small beach town in California and then getting dropped into Times Square. Your eyes are kind of wide. I don't know. Cabo looked fun. (laughs) 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 But we actually planned that trip without them. We were planning on doing that all along. Yeah. Yeah, we planned to do that all along. And then they were like, let's make it interesting. Oh, so they (laughs) caught wind of your guys' trip and then they added in the audition for you. Got it. you guys I am back yet again to talk one more time about HelloFresh but this time I have my good friend Steven here to talk about it as well so Steven why do you like HelloFresh we love talking about HelloFresh we've obviously been talking about them a lot Uh, I've become a fan of them as I was new to an at-home meal delivery service I wasn't ever getting one of these before and 
as I've mentioned before, I've been missing out because to get these little packages right to my doorstep and have everything portioned out for you and have a little you know guideline of how you're going to cook everything pretty quick and easy, usually like 30, 35 minute meals, uh, has been a godsend. Honestly, it has been a game changer, especially going into the fall here as you know schedules are ramping up, coming out of summer. To know that I have to go to the grocery store, pick up things, I've got everything already waiting for me at home and it's all portioned out. It's very easy. Just follow the directions. And boom, with 30 to 40 minutes, I got myself a dinner. So if you guys have a packed schedule this fall, HelloFresh has meals covered with a weekly selection of 30 plus recipes and 70 plus convenience items all delivered to your door. Enjoy the freshest fall flavors. Every HelloFresh recipe includes ripe, just-picked produce that travels from the farm to your door in less than a week. HelloFresh works with your schedule. Plans are flexible, and you can change your meal preferences, update your delivery date, and even change your address with just a few taps on the HelloFresh app. Go to HelloFresh.com Beach65 and use code Beach65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com Beach65 and use code BEACH65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Trust me, you guys, you're going to want to check out America's number one meal kit. Anyways, to kind of come full circle then to see where, you know, some of your singing got started and have you sing a song that you know well, which you're singing at the Crystal Cathedral was really cool. Yeah, that was actually one of the only times I ever sang there. Oh, well. That wasn't a normal thing. <laughs> okay. That was the first time I sang there. And then I sang there one other time with my sister. Oh, nice. Wow, yeah. that is funny. Well, I thought you did such a great job. And I was I was just telling Stephen. I redeemed last myself episode, from the audition. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, I was really happy that MTV gave you that moment and they let you shine. It was really good. So I was happy to see that. <laughs> I was like, oh, she can kind of sing. Okay. <laughs> Morgan, what are your thoughts on how you were portrayed? I think it was fine. Originally, me and Gary both got kind of chosen together to do the show. And then his parents really encouraged him to drop out. And so then we, you know, we both grew up in the Mormon church. And so I definitely felt the pressure to be a good example. There was just a lot weighing there. I think that like, you know, I think it would have been really fun to go to Cabo. (laughs) I feel like that was, you dodged a bullet. (laughs) That was like strategic and just like, yeah. And I knew that how they try to portray it and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, they definitely played on that like church girl kind of naive. Like they loved the virginity thing. It just sometimes felt like cheesy. Just like, okay, stop. Right. They put you in that (laughs) box and they never let you stray outside of it. Yeah. I do think though, with you, they showed your humor a lot, which I really loved because Morgan, you are so (laughs) funny and they really gave you all of your great one-liners. On every episode, we go through and we say some of our favorite quotes and you seem to always be in the mix. And that part I love too, just seeing how funny you were because you were, you guys were so fun and so funny. And so I do see glimpses of that, which I also really love. Well, I mean, I feel the same about you. I feel like when people would bring up, you know, like the Lauren Kristen, I'd be like, well, Kristen's the fun one. Which you guys totally defended me on the show, which I appreciate. (laughs) You have this great line. Before we go to, I think it's the prom episode, which uh, we we just watched recently. And you're all at a nail salon. And I think Lauren was saying something about, like she says something along the lines of like Kristen fighting dirty or something like that. And then Morgan, without skipping beat, you go, I kind of like it. Yep. <laughs> Christine, you go, I like it too. Christina's like, yeah, that's funny. I like Kristen. And then Morgan's like, yeah, I like Kristen too. She's my favorite junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Kristen, we hung out all the time because I was close with Danielle and you and, and with Alice's yes. older sister. And so I feel like the four of yes. us would hang out all the time, really. Yes. And that's what I've been saying. I'm like us three girls, Morgan, Christina, Kristen, we would hang out more than like you guys, Lauren and Lowood, yeah. but they wanted to make it seem like everybody was against me. So they really yeah. made it seem like the four of you were a little crew. I don't even think they made it seem like the four of us were a crew because I feel like they would kind of pin us against each other sometimes too. They would with Lo and Lauren and you two. They definitely wanted Mm -hmm. to create a little rift there. And then there's a nail salon scene before Cabo, I think. This is my favorite scene of the whole show, you guys. I remember being at a restaurant. This was like in college and sitting in a booth and the person behind me talking about the nail salon scene, like, and you just like laughing, like, just like those bitches, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> it is so yeah, good. Yeah, they really nailed the editing on that scene. They were supposed to shoot maybe Morgan and Christina first, right? And then bring Lauren and Lowe in after. And then they have Lauren and Lowe arrive a little early and say, oh, sorry, we're still wrapping up with them. Yeah. But why don't you guys just step in there for a second? And then Lowe naturally kind of being like, why are we shooting now? Like, I want to get this over with. I got yeah, places yeah. to go. Very crafty in, in those moments. Because there were moments where it would be like, all right, you and Dieter are going to go meet up with Lauren and you're going to like tour her new house. And then I'd show up and Dieter wouldn't be there. And they'd be like, Oh, Dieter couldn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. Dieter, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, Dieter, wh- like, it's just you again. I'm like, where are you, Dieter? He's yeah. like, what? what the fuck are you talking about? I don't, I don't know. I have a question for you guys, though. Did you know that they were like narrating and kind of crafting up a love triangle? I think that we thought there was something going on. Because like even that when Stephen had to go up to Lauren's house, I specifically remember being like, you know what they're trying to do. Like, why are you going? But obviously we didn't know to what degree. And I think... The beginning of the season, when we were more on the outs, totally makes sense. But the fact that they're like still carrying that storyline through prom, through the summer, when Steve and I are very much back together, yeah. is just, it's a little exhausting. Well, you guys <laughs> were very much together too. We were, yeah. Lauren and Steven were friends, but it was always Kristen and Steven <laughs> are together. There was a little overlap when Chris and I were on a break and... <laughs> There was a, a little bit of truth to that. <laughs> like that's, it has been the hard thing to watch is that I think what they learned right when they showed up and they were interviewing us was at a point where Chris and I were broken up and things were terrible. And I was like, I'm never getting back together with this girl, but she still says she wants to get back together with me. And even though I'm saying that, I was still very much gung-ho to get back with Kristen. Meanwhile, you know, Lauren and I had been great friends, you know, for all these years. You know, we took it up a little bit of a notch. And then, you know, ultimately it didn't pan out. We both knew like, all right, this isn't really going to be a thing. But we still, as you did kind of in that high school, you, you still kind of hooked up a little bit. And so anyways, it, as you do. it was a moment that like <laughs> happened and MTV kind of learned about it. Like I think Lauren still had some feelings there that they were really jumping on. And so then they they took that and they pulled it out for over the six month period that they shot. And the problem that I have, it's hard to watch, is I remember when, to your question, Christina, about did we know, I knew that they were trying to play it, but I was like, oh, they're not going to really get it because it's not there anymore. They missed it, right? And yeah. I didn't know what Lauren was saying. I didn't know what Kristen was saying. Right? Kristen and I kind of would talk once we got back together and we're like, oh, they're still trying to do this thing. I'm like, yeah, but it's all right. We are good friends. I mean, we actually dated, I think, in middle school. And then we're like, oh, we, we just need to be friends. So it was hard to see that. And they have these scenes with all these different people where they're like, talk about him juggling these girls. And I'm kind of laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not juggling these girls, you know? And I remember thinking when we were recording it, they're not going to use this. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And we're like joking around. But they still use, they they did whatever they could to cut it and put it together 
and still throw it into the show, which was shocking and very much a cringy thing for me to watch. I remember when it first came out. I mean, every episode, I pretty much give myself an F because they just have me blatantly <laughs> cheating on Kristen through taking it out of context from what the story really was. So, you know, I knew a little bit of like, okay, they seem to want to play into this, but I did not expect it to be a foundation of what they laid the drama on through the entire season. I even remember with the pilot, though, they told us that it was going to be a documentary of seven kids' lives. Yeah. So really, I remember thinking like true life. Like we just never really had anything, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then when we yeah. watched the pilot, I was like, oh, there's a love triangle. I personally yeah, totally. wasn't even aware of one. Do you remember when we did the media training? No. Was that like the double tree in Doheny or something? Oh, interesting. We had a media training. I and I remember when they did that, I was like, what's going on? Like they have plans <laughs> for us. <laughs> yeah. How grateful are we that there was no social media? I know. I know. We've talked about that. I think MTV is very grateful too because we could have live tweeted that shit and been like, oh, that's complete BS. Like, look, this is... You yeah. know yeah. I would have been on there like, none I, of this happened. That's not guys, true. <laughs> Like, here we are together. Selfie. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. They have scenes in certain episodes where it's like having a conversation of Chris and I not being together. And then later, it's the same scene that they shot on the same day, having a complete opposite conversation and then using it in an episode. It's it's really is, is mind-blowing. But it's funny that that media training, all I remember from media training was when right before we did the VMAs, we were put into a hotel room. Maybe it was before the VMAs. And maybe they strategically just gave it to us. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But they they just they just said now remember when people ask you about this show, you have to tell them it's real. I never followed yeah. that. <laughs> but it was interesting. Do you guys remember how in the beginning of an episode it said this is a documentary about kids for covered over a 6 month period in Laguna Beach, California. All of the locations people are real. They didn't use that title card until the Cabo episode. So I was just watching it back. And I do remember oh, back in the day. That is weird. That they, hmm. they didn't use that until later, but it was like, as the show was coming out, and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on in this thing? Yeah. yeah. And that they eventually put that out there. And then they drilled into us, make sure. And I remember they were already doing that, but there was like, make sure you tell everybody it's real. Like, this is really your lives. Well, I used to always say it's real. It's unscripted, but it's directed. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely directed it. us, but there was, there was no script. There wasn't a script, but the wild lines, to me, because I do remember, well, there, there, yeah, there wasn't an actual physical script, of course. But they gave us a piece of paper with lines. Yeah, when you on had to record it, the I mean, wild lines, and I think <laughs> that's true. And it, yeah. it's, it sucks. I think for <laughs> kind of a script for Kristen and I, like a lot of these lines, or whether it's like talking about our relationship, or you know, maybe she's having to talk about Lauren or something. These are like they wind up using them in like pivotal moments for like, whoa, that's really fucked up that she would say that, or she would do that to Steven, or Steven would do that to Kristen. And they use that at these times where all of a sudden you're having to put these pieces together. Like, well, these kids are messed up. We all have that one celeb that is complete hair goals, right? And for me, that's Lily Collins from the hit TV show, Emily in Paris. Her beautiful brown hair under those barrettes is simply everything. And now my girl Lily and I are both living our best hair lives thanks to Living Proof. Founded by a team of scientists and hair experts, each Living Proof product is formulated to solve the toughest hair problems, not just conceal them. There's no one-size-fits-all solution for all hair types and textures. That's why Living Proof develops game-changing formulations that are tailored to individual concerns, including frizz, lack of volume, and curl definition. And because I'm always going for that fresh, off-the-red-carpet look like my girl Lily Collins has, I always reach for those Living Proof products that optimize my individual 
individual hair care routine by choosing formulas that work for my specific needs. I've actually been in a phase with my hair of trying to just kind of give it a break and let it rest. I had a little bit of breakage I'm not too happy about, but I'm finally in a better place where I am styling my hair a little bit more. And so texture spray will forever be one of my favorites. And living in Nashville, the humidity shield has been huge for me. I also, when I do give my hair a break, I love, love, love their intense moisture mask. Living Proof's award-winning formulas are proven to make hair look and feel healthier without sacrificing ingredient integrity. The Living Proof promise ensures that their formulas are free of silicones, harsh sulfates, parabens, and phthalates. They're cruelty-free, color-safe, and safe for chemically treated hair. So live your best hair life with Living Proof. Visit livingproof.com beach and use code beach to get 10% off your first purchase. That's livingproof.com beach, code beach for 10 percent off your first purchase. Livingproof.com slash beach code beach. All right, you guys, if you've been experiencing symptoms and don't know where to start, Everly Well is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. The Everly Well Women's Health Test measures 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness and checks for an abnormal level that may be keeping you from feeling your best. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. Here's how it works. Everly Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. It's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals, and you should too. I took the metabolism test, which I just thought was kind of cool to know how my metabolism is yes, doing. Yes, how are you metabolizing? I'm um, average. Oh. I feel nice knowing that. You know, I wasn't worried. I just was curious what That's it was. a good be. peace of mind. It is. What I'm, test did you do? I'm curious too. I did the men's health test and, and I was normal. Okay. So I, was I think normal we're doing too. okay. Yeah. We're both normal. <laughs> I was concerned I was going to have low T, but I'm good. You're good. And the testosterone, testosterone? is good. All yes. right. All right. Just keep we're it good. active. <laughs> That's good to know. I'm happy for you. <laughs> for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash beach. That's everlywell.com slash beach for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash beach. Do you guys have any regrets from the show? I'd like to redo my audition. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I could be Alphaba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, maybe I was really one-dimensional and kind of boring. I was just careful. I'm going to stop you right there. I don't get that yeah, at I all. I don't think— Yeah, you not had at a, all. You were a fun personality. I remember there was one comment that was like, she looks like a deer in the headlights. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I feel like I'm someone that knows Excuse what's me. up. Yeah. But I, I don't worry about it too much. <laughs> I've I've gone on with my life. You seem to have turned out just okay. Well, speaking of your life now, I want to hear where you guys are at, what you've been up to, where are you at in your lives right now? I know. Okay, so I live in Charleston, South Carolina. You know, growing up in a beach culture, to me, I actually don't miss California at all. I mean, of course, I miss family and friends, but you have the beach scene here. You have the boat scene here. It packs a lot of punch for how small of a city it is. It has a great food scene. You go to 167 Raw. Oh. 
It's my God. That's my her favorite, favorite restaurant. She told me. I think I took her there. Yeah. That's so good. Um, I I golf cart my kids to school. Like it's just a really uh, great. Oh my life. God. That's yeah. awesome. What a great lifestyle. So I don't really miss California. And when I go back home or to Laguna or whatever, it's beautiful. And I'm so grateful for my childhood. And I love visiting, but it's kind of like, I, I did that. it. And how old are your kids? They are two, five, and seven. Amazing. Oh my gosh. And then tell us about your business too. I want to hear all about your business. Oh yeah. So I own like a children's resort label. We have a store in Newport Beach at Lido Marina Village. Oh, okay. And I, we're mostly online. We're like 92% direct, but... We do sell and wholesale too. And yeah, it's been going about a little over five years. Where can people check it out? Yeah. Minnowswim.com. That's awesome. You have a little connection to Orange County still. I know. Yeah. Still have the store there. And to be honest, like the majority of my team's in California. So this was kind of like a, the goal was to open up like a West Coast office and an East Coast office. And then like COVID happened. And so a lot of my team's still remote just because your talent pool's bigger and yeah you're able to. Very but cool. yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. That's, I'm so happy for you. Oh, thanks. Well, I follow you <laughs> Christina, there. what city are you in? <laughs> I'm in Laguna Beach. <laughs> Good place yeah, to be. Baby. <laughs> I'm in the real Laguna Beach. Lucky. I know. It could be worse. <laughs> I appreciate it so much more as an adult, I feel like, than I appreciated it when I was younger. And even just like driving by the high school with my kids. I went to Riddle Field yesterday with my kids. Oh. Like, there's something really special about Laguna for sure. And yeah. I'm glad that I get to be here. I mean, I walk through Heisler Park and I'm just like, pinch me. I don't need to go anywhere else. At the end no, of the day, it's hard to beat Laguna Beach, California. I think I, I've learned that in my yeah. life as I was very curious to get out and, and try different areas. I've been in the Carolinas, which I love, and even New York and even San Francisco where I went to college. But I was in LA for years. And then right before the pandemic, I happened to move down to Orange County. It was in Corona Del Mar. And I started to kind of reacquaint myself with the area. And it was, I really did appreciate, like you were saying, that much more now. Well, and I have been other places. I lived in LA as well Mm -hmm. for several years. And then like, I met my husband. He's from, he actually has three passports. He's from South Africa and the UK. And now we got him his American passport as well. There you go. So, you know, I have traveled a lot. I always feel like when I'm like, yep, born and raised here, still here. People sometimes are like, oh, you need to get out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I've been out. I get out. Okay? <laughs> I travel a lot. I just, yeah. this is where my whole family is. So it's it's hard to think about moving away from them, especially with my kids. I have three as well. Actually, we were just in South Carolina visiting Morgan and her family. You guys were together, right? Oh, you brought all the kids? We you were together. It's actually oh, really great because our husbands love each other. Oh. And totally unplanned, but our kids are the same age, boy, girl, boy. It's so it's, it's been amazing. really cool to you know, still share that with Morgan. I love that you guys are still so close and that everything is aligned for you guys. You guys are on the same path with the family and everything. Yeah. It's so fun. It is. It's really fun. And I feel like I've really just settled into my role as being a mom and a wife. I help my husband with our businesses. And I just really, you know, being a mom's a full-time job. And I feel like- yeah. We live in a world now where it's like, you can be everything and anything and absolutely. But it was hard for me for a long time to feel really settled in that role. I did the acting thing for a while and I just wasn't fulfilled. And so it's been hard for me to just really settle and be like, no, I'm a mom and that's all I need to do. I just need to be a really good mom 
and a really good wife. And that's hard. It's really hard. It's the hardest job. It is. And it's so important too. So I'm really just like embracing that role right now. And we'll see what the future holds. We're not 40 yet. We got our whole (laughs) lives ahead of us. Exactly. I've I've met your kids, Christina, and you are a wonderful mom. They are adorable children. Aw, thank you, Steven. Thank you. So cute. By the way, Christina, have you had any birthdays at Joe's Crab Shack of late? Uh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, Oh, that's so sad. I actually had a birthday four years ago, I think, where I took a Duffy and I went to Billy's for my test. Oh, there you go. That's close by. So very similar, but… Guys, everyone listening, the the harbor in Newport, if you ever go to Newport Beach, you want to rent a little Duffy and you can kind of motor around at five miles per hour and you can pop up to some of these restaurants and bars and go in. It's a a really great way to… You can go to Lido and visit Minnow Swim. You yes, can stop at my store. Go to Minnow Swim <laughs> and stop it at Morgan's store. But yeah, guys, this has been awesome. It's really been great catching up with you guys. Yeah. And I know. I thought also, too, it was so fun about, you know, we did a reunion in 2020. You know, you, you don't see everyone for a while or me, you know, and I, I definitely keep up and follow and know what you guys are up to. But it was fun to just all get together and be like, everyone's still the same. <laughs> I you know. know. It's so true. Everybody is the same. It's like yeah. no time has passed. Yeah. Uh-huh, I love that. There's nine children between the four of us. Wow. Good job, girls. (laughs) I really appreciate you guys coming on. It's so good talking to you. Amazing. Love you all. Thanks for having us. All right. Take care, guys. guys. Bye. And there they go. They are so great. And you know what I love? I feel like no time has passed and they're exactly the same. That's always fun. It's fun getting uh, other people on so we could talk about them and not just the shit that was going on between us. (laughs) Exactly. I know. A lot of fun. And then next week is a big week for you. Next week is graduation. I'm excited to see that. Probably going to be an emotional one. This is the one episode, yeah, I've been looking forward to as far as one that I always said that I would come back and watch again. Uh, So yeah, I haven't seen it in a while and I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, me too. You guys come hang out with us as we watch another episode of Laguna Beach. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari, and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti. We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back through Laguna Beach with us. You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio, hashtag BTTBpod, at Kristen Cavallari, and at Stephen Coletti. Got any questions about the show? Give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-0. And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti. Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson. Post-production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor. Music supervision by Jonathan Lane. Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi. Cover composed by Steve Shebby. And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, and Michael Bostic. 